So there seems to be some disagreement or a difference of opinion over napping. So some think it's a good thing. Some think they're bad things. Some love them and swear by them. Some people, when they wake up from a nap, feel like they've been run over by a truck. But for instance, Thomas Edison swore by these little power naps and truly believed that human beings would eventually one day just evolve beyond the need for sleep at all. So whatever your opinion of this, I've come to see this argument play out in one human being, my my toddler. So I've got a two and a half year old who is fundamentally opposed to sleeping at all costs, yet is in desperate need of a good nap and a good night's sleep in order to function at all. And so I was an only child. I didn't really know about the sleeping patterns of little, little ones until we had our own. And I just watched this kid fiercely fight against sleep, yet crash so hard when he finally lets go and gives in to the rest that he so desperately needs. And so the other day, it was a Saturday in the middle of the afternoon, my toddler was napping and he starts talking. So I I go in to get him, but I find out when I walk in, he's actually sound asleep, talking in his sleep, which is adorable and hilarious. And so um, I decided to stay in there with him for a minute, just to kind of uh, watch him sleep, that creepy thing that parents do, you know, just like dode over your child while they sleep. Now, all day long, I'd been nursing this low-grade irritability. I was just over it, all the stay-at-home order stuff, the restrictions. I was just over it. I was over myself and everybody around me. And so I tried everything I could that day to kind of get out of that funk. It just, I couldn't work. Nothing that I did was changing my mood. So I'm in my son's room. It's quiet. He's asleep. And I'm staying there until he wakes up. And as weird as it sounds, I just sat there in the calm and in the quiet, my mind, my heart's racing, and I just can't get to a place of calm. I'm thinking all the things I could do to try and fix this restlessness in me, maybe a project, maybe get to work or do something. But the ironic thing about this is Saturday for my family is supposed to be our Sabbath, which is a day to not be productive or to work or to do anything else, but really embrace rhythms of rest and renewal. And so there's nowhere for all of this anxious, pent-up energy inside my mind to go. And into that moment, it was as if God, by His Spirit, through His Word, spoke directly to my heart and brought this word picture, this metaphor to mind from Psalm chapter 1. Psalm 1 says, How happy is the one, flourishing or blessed is the one, who does not walk in the advice of the wicked, or stand in the pathway with sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction. He meditates on his word day and night. This one? This one's like a tree that's planted beside flowing streams that bears fruit and gives shade in its season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatever this one does flourishes. The wicked are not like this. Instead, they're like chaff that the wind blows away and they wither at the slightest challenge. Therefore, the wicked will not stand up in the judgment. They're going to break down and melt under the weight of the seriousness of life. 
but the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. He guards resources and protects the one who walks in the way of the Lord. But the wicked, their way leads to ruin over and over and over again. How happy, how delighted, flourishing is the one who meditates on the word of the Lord day and night. I think this is a fascinating image. We have this picture of of a wilderness, and in the middle, there's this stream, this river running through it. And along the banks, there are trees that are flourishing, bearing fruit that are healthy and vital. And the one who slows down long enough, the scripture says, for long enough to just not read or, or study only, but to meditate on the words of God, this one is just like that tree. I don't know if you've ever seen anything like this, but there's this desert in Kazakhstan. I've I've only really experienced it one time, this desert in Kazakhstan. The desert's beautiful, but it's it's desolate. It's a desert. Nothing really grows. But there's this massive river that runs right down the middle of it, and the trees all along the banks are healthy and vital and produce shade for even the hottest of summer days. So I'm on the floor in my son's room. He's napping. I'm anxious. I'm feeling myself a bit dry and withered. I'm unable to change my own heart, to change my mind. I'm trying desperately to control my circumstances, but it's just not working out. What I really need is not to get to work, not to control my circumstances, but I need a rest that can really only come through surrender. Just like my toddler who fights sleep at all costs, but when finally gives in, gets the rest and the nourishment he needs. What I needed was not to get to work. What I needed was to find my rest in the stream of living water that is the presence of God. So that's what I'm going to invite you to do right now, all of us, to just get to a place of quiet. If you can, calm your heart. If you're inside, look out of a window. If you're going for a walk, just pay attention to your surroundings. Take a couple of deep breaths. Now, think back on the day or the days or really the season that you're in. Have there been any irritations or anxieties beneath the surface? What did you do when you felt those irritations or anxieties? Where did you go with them? Maybe take just a moment to acknowledge before the Lord the ways we tend to look elsewhere for the kind of rest that only He can provide. And now the good news of the gospel in this moment is that Christ is sufficient for what's deficient in us. His mercy, His grace are inexhaustible, so receive His grace, receive His forgiveness, release now your burdens, whatever they are, however big or small, to him. If you can imagine 
whatever is on your mind, whatever burden, whatever anxiety is in your hand and God just taking it from you and replacing that burden with his peace and with his rest. And now would you just on your own offer a prayer of thanksgiving to God. Just thank him for meeting you in this moment and in this way. Let's end with this benediction from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. This has been a production of Gospel Community Church. I'm Brenton Lehman, and I'm the teaching and discipleship pastor at our Rivermont congregation. And if you like what you hear, then please subscribe to our podcast and give us your comments. If you want to reach out to us directly, then you can email us at info at gospelcc.org.